Oh shit. Oh just man. Hopping right we're, into it. We're just gonna go right into it. I don't even care. I want it. All Let's right. go. Let's get it. Fucking go. I want to talk about D D. Oh wait, shit. Hold on. Sorry. Hi, everybody. Hey everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Excuse an interview. My rude co-host not saying <laughs> hello to everybody before just jumping right into it. Who does he think he is? Philip fucking DeFranco. What's up, you beautiful <laughs> bastard? <laughs> uh hello everybody welcome to another episode of an interview with my best friend i don't have a background on um I, you just hopped right into this we didn't catch up or anything beforehand you're just i i figure we, right in i figure we can catch up um while we record you know yeah might as well so how's your weekend oh weekend weekend uh weekend's been pretty good you know it's just uh as of recording this it's uh fourth of july it was the fourth of july weekend um it's pretty all right here uh, just went over to the parents had a bunch of food a bunch of booze it was great uh and then i got mad at yeah i have a, i have a three day because i normally work the weekends uh mm. at work uh but we were closed on sunday so well the pharmacy was front of this the front of the store gets the short end of the stick and they never close no matter what um but uh yeah i had a i'm having i'm in the middle of a nice three-day weekend it's it's very nice oh yes got mad at people lighting fireworks illegally that was fun even the, the city of spokane like canceled their uh fireworks show because of the fire danger and everything yeah, these fucking hicks out here are like, ah, nah, nah, we're gonna light off our own fireworks. We mm-hmm. we're smarter than these scientists. <laughs> yeah, my parents were saying that they were gonna go over to my uncle's in Idaho, you know, like we do every year, but they're mm-hmm. not gonna they weren't gonna be launching any like big mortars because of the fire risk. So they were just gonna mm-hmm. keep it like low and on the ground, you know, those like sparkly things they just yeah, go, like the Roman candles. Yeah, yeah, like Roman candles. Also, those boxes that you set on the ground and they just kind of go like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good episode for sound effects. Like, damn. Oh yeah, right out the gate too. Well, uh, Hollywood, if you're listening, uh, we're very talented at making sound effect sounds. Uh, No foley work here. It's just all from our mouths. Yeah. Also, I have this in my back pocket whenever you need it. Are you ready? Nice. How was that? Uh, Ferris Bueller, if you're listening, uh, we got the chicka chicka. <laughs> well, I'm in the middle of a four day weekend, but it got interrupted. You bitch. Hold on, hold on. It got interrupted. <laughs> I, I'm going to make you feel better. Okay, good. Okay, so here I am. <laughs> okay, at the start, you're probably going to get more mad at me, but probably. I, I promise, I promise. There is a bad a bad thing happened to me this weekend, actually uh, about uh, four fiscal hours ago. Oh. Um, yeah. So last night I was at the beach and I was absolutely toasted. Um, <laughs> and we were just good, hanging good. out at the beach yesterday was kind of like an impromptu day. One of my friends just hit me up and she was like, yo, let's go on this hike. And I was like, all right, bet. So we go out to the hike. And then it's called Mount Awili Falls. And they have this waterfall there. And next to the waterfall is this like ledge. 
and you can jump off the ledge into this like pool of water. And all right, let me tell you, this was the highest. I'm way I'm on a tangent now. I'm way off track. <laughs> now you're good. Just keep going. Uh, <laughs> I just get your tangent out of the way early. Yeah, yeah. It's probably better that way, honestly, for everybody involved. Um, so <laughs> ah, the tangents here. This is scrub ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the video, I'll like post a link to when I'm done talking about bullshit. <laughs> Timestamp. <laughs> Timestamp, like skip to this time if you don't want to hear about my day yesterday. Uh so yeah, so me and my friend, we go on this this trail and this ledge. I thought it was probably like maybe 30 feet above the water mm-hmm. which that's a lot yeah and the only other like highest thing that i've ever jumped off of was i don't know if you saw that video of me like hanging on that rope that's like i don't know 15 or so feet above the water mm-hmm. up until like that point that was the highest i'd ever jumped off of something into water or i guess <laughs> I, I guess you could say dangled off of something <laughs> in, um, dangled because essentially that's what it was. I was just hanging yeah, on the yeah, rope yeah. and then I just let go. Um, but this was like double that, like easily. And oh my fuck, it was so terrifying. I was so scared. I was like on the, I mean, obviously on the edge, but I was like one, two, three. And then I didn't move whatsoever. I was just oh like, oh my goodness. Ah! So I had to like psych myself up mentally to like that's make myself do this. falling damage uh literally yes like i'm not i'm not even joking today my legs hurt because i didn't land correctly i landed like uh i guess the only way i could describe it was like as if i was sitting in a chair in midair Mm -hmm. and so i did finally jump i had to psych myself up to it though and honestly i'm gonna be completely real if my friend hadn't have jumped i definitely would not have done it like i just just straight up Um, for sure yeah and I'll tell you why in a second, but I psyched myself up and I, here's how I did it. It's America day. I was like, okay, the Pentagon has just handed me a top secret mission and I have to jump this waterfall. <laughs> That's the mission. And I was like, the nation is depending on me. Like if I was, if you don't do this, the nation will collapse Yes, faster than it already is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the nation might collapse anyway, but it'll collapse faster if I don't jump exactly exorbitant amount of altitude and so i finally did it i did the one two three and then i was like i don't want to fucking climb down i'm like it was hard to get up here shit it's fast it's the fastest route down and people were cheering me on and i felt the peer pressure and i just i just did it and i stepped off the ledge and the first thing that crossed my mind was fuck Cause I looked down and I saw the water and let me tell you, spoiler alert. I was going to save this for later in the story, but later on in the day, I find, I found out from somebody that that jump was not 30 feet. It was 50 feet, five zero feet. And for those who don't use feet, cause they're not Americans, that is 15 and a half meters. Like, I jumped off of a 50 oh foot God. cliff. I thought it was 30 feet. And let me tell you, it's funny that you say 3D6 falling damage because holy fuck. Like, like I said, I landed kind of like I was in a chair in midair. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, 
why haven't I hit the water yet? I was in the air for that long. Like I had time to process. Oh my fucking God, I am falling. What is happening? Why am I still in the air? Why have I not made impact yet? It was the most jarring and terrifying thing that I've ever done in my entire life. And now today I have slight back pain. I have neck pain when I turn my neck. I feel like I got hit by a truck. And literally, here's the reason that I found out it was 50 feet later that day is because that same friend sent me a news article from that day, like yesterday. They, somebody else after us jumped that and they had to be hospitalized. They had to fly a helicopter out to save them. Oh my God. I literally, I literally could have died yesterday. And then, uh, uh, personal request, uh, don't do that again. Uh, if you're listening to this and you live in Hawaii or you ever plan to go to Hawaii, specifically Oahu, do not fucking do it. Don't don't go. Like you can go. That's fine. You can go. Don't do, do the it. hike. Just don't take the shortcut back down. This one chick was like a trained diver, and she did it, and she just like penciled right in. And yeah. it was it was amazing, but she's like a fucking professional diver. Of course, mm-hmm. she came out unscathed. I flapjacked like a dumbass, and <clears throat> like you know, I I shouldn't have done that. I was really stupid in hindsight. But also, okay, if somebody had told me beforehand, like this is fifty feet in the air, I wouldn't have done it. Like I wouldn't even yeah. have climbed up there. And I should have. Okay, okay. In case you're wondering, yes, when you get to the top, there is a sign that says do not jump. Like there's like somebody, the, the state of Hawaii put a sign that says do not jump. And I fucking ignored that shit. <laughs> what are these rules? Get them out of my face. So today my legs hurt because I landed on them from 50 yes. feet in the air. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I took 3d6 falling damage. I, so I actually have a, a funny theory about like falling damage because you said at the outset that you want to talk about D and D. So I'm just yeah, gonna yeah, jump. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, gonna yeah. jump fifty feet head first into D and D territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so you know that falling damage caps out at twenty D six. Yeah. Um, or that is what is supposed to happen. I saw a theory online that like even though that's how it's written, it was supposed to be interpreted as it is cumulative. Uh, so like 10 feet, you take one D six yeah. and then 20 feet, you actually add two D six to that one D six. So you add, uh, so it's three D six and then like, like 30 feet, you add the two D six from the 20 feet and the three D six from the, uh, 30 feet and you have 66 going all the way up to 20 therefore making a 200 foot drop still lethal to 20th level characters (laughs) that's nuts (laughs) yeah i mean i i I mean okay you can't just fall 200 feet and then expect to live like that's well yeah uh for humans 100 feet even if you're jumping into water is fatal Mm -hmm. like that will if you don't die, you're lucky at 100 feet. Um, okay, so I guess 
wait, so are there special rules? I'd have to check the DMG. But if you're jumping into water, aren't there special rules for calculating falling damage? I don't know. We'd have to look that up. Uh, we're going to look it up and we're going to post it in the description of the video because I know one of you fucking nerds is going to be like, oh, I'm going to post it in the comments. You know what? We already did it by the time this is up. So <laughs> fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so so overall, that like a 200 foot drop would be 210 D6 of damage. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll 3 D6 right now. I took 10 points up. Oh. I took nine points of falling damage yesterday. But you actually dropped 50 feet. So. Oh, God. No, I'm so. Scared. So wait a second. So that would be. But here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I fell into water. This isn't like solid ground. So how do that's we. That's true. I think should we have feet, it? it doesn't matter. Should like, we have how... it? Yeah, let's have it. Okay. Um, so that would be 1d6. But I'd also dare say that you failed your dexterity save. 3d6. Yeah, 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 but I'm jumping into water. 4d6 would be 10. Uh, 5d6 would be 15. Okay, so 15d6. Easy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I took 60 points of falling damage yesterday. Uh, so, so essentially, for those keeping track at home, if I'm not at least a level 5 character, I would die. I'm dead. <laughs> Completely dead. If you're not a level 5 character who doesn't Which, also have good constitution. You know, honestly, honestly, Josh, this checks out because uh, the, the other person that did it, they were literally, like, incapacitated by this mm -hmm. fall. So, like, I think we just, like, established on the podcast that i'm at least a level five character you are at least a level five probably probably like warlock or bard you have to have at least a d8 uh hit die you're not yeah. a wizard or sorcerer because you're no. too squishy at that point yeah yeah um I, I mean my first character was a warlock so i'm more inclined to say that's probably accurate i probably am a warlock just, can, i'm just very interested can you just roll 200 can you put in your little calculator there 210 d6 yeah because i just I, i'm just curious i i mean it's i at was at least gonna, 210 points of damage i was gonna roll like actual dice but my dice bag is downstairs because i played DD this weekend so oh, yeah. i was not about to go get it okay 210 d6 uh 740 <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. said 740 yeah. Okay. One sec. What I need to just there, real quick. There are few monsters in the monster manual that that would not kill. That would that would kill every monster because the monster with the most amount of hit points in just the standard monster manual is the Tarask, and the Tarask has six hundred and seventy six hit points. <laughs> so you're telling me if a Tarask <laughs> fell two hundred feet, it would fucking die. Yep. Well. <laughs> Wait, but terrasks, they're so big. So does that really check out? Because what if a terrask is like 200 feet tall? Then it just falls. Hey, you one. can still, then you it can just, still like, get it that high up. Then it just falls one terrask. That'd be like me jumping. Uh, oh, true. And it'd have to be in relation to its height. Like, yeah. Ooh. Hmm. This is interesting. A, 
we're we're breaking you'd, ground here you'd have to like drop that thing from orbit <laughs> and it would cause an extinction level event to happen or at least or at least crumble a small city yes oh god okay That's like we... fucking avengers age of ultron them dropping sokovia on the planet <laughs> okay so don't worry if you're watching this listening to this we're gonna calculate we're gonna figure out the rule for uh if you're falling into water what how do you calculate damage we'll we'll cover that what we want you to comment is your theory on how high you would have to drop a tarasque in order to Joseph, kill it this is your time to shine yeah <laughs> <laughs> hi everyone editor josh here um so we have found someone uh who actually has an answer to our tarasque problem um so i with that uh without further adieu uh here is our new resident D expert josh josh uh say hello to everyone hello everyone and and thank you for uh all coming out today um i i've been hitting the books uh to look for the best way to drop a terrasque from a height that would kill it uh for some time now and what i have found is very fun uh, so for starters, we need to figure out how far a Tarrasque would fall to take 1d6 falling damage. Uh, and for that, we have to find an average height for our adventurers. Now, with the many small races and very tall races mixed in with the races that have heights that are a bit less outlandish, I think we can safely, uh, conservatively, put the average height of a fifth edition edition adventure at around five feet tall so if an adventurer is five feet tall and has to fall 10 feet to take any falling damage that would mean that the creature would have to fall 200 percent of its height to take any damage from falling with that known let's jump back to the tarasque after doing some research on this guy uh, we found that the most commonly agreed upon height for a Tarrasque is about 50 feet tall. So more or less, we get to do the same math that we would for character falling, but we just add an extra zero to the end. So you would have to drop a Tarrasque from 2,000 feet in the air to deal 210 D6 points of falling damage. Sorry, I just had a call there. That's why I was distracted for a second. Um, now, your next question is going to be, well, Josh, D&D expert, how do you get a Tarrasque 2,000 feet into the air? And to that I say, there's a couple options. First option. First option, probably the... Uh, easiest option um, would be uh, polymorph it into something else. Uh, polymorph it, fly up to the 2,000 foot threshold, yeah, drop it, shoot it with something, turns back into a trask, and you have your cataclysmic event. And I, that, that, that's, a, that's a fairly straightforward uh, uh way to get rid of the problem 
But after uh, my colleague Hayden uh, and I discussed it a bit further, we came up with a much more fun uh, interpretation of how to defeat this, this absolute unit of a monster. So what we have found is not necessarily rules as written for the Dungeons and Dragons Player's Handbook, the DM's Guide, Monster Manual, what have you. Any literature in the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition does not cover this. But what if you just dimension doored it up there? You'd have to do it four times to get it to the 2,000 foot threshold. But that's only four, that's only four rounds of combat. Now, I hear what you're saying. Dimension door cannot take an unwilling creature. And I say horse shit to that. There are so many spells in that goddamn book. And all of them, like most of them have spell saves to it if you're trying to do something to a creature that doesn't want it to happen. So why doesn't Dimension Door? I feel like it should. So for this, we're going to say Dimension Door. If you want to take some unwilling creature with you, it has to succeed uh, on your DC whatever saving throw. Now, quick disclaimer here. Do not do not attempt to try this if you are lower than 20th level and not a wizard. <laughs> because I do feel that the only person, the only class that would be able to fully take advantage of this is a wizard, maybe a sorcerer, maybe. Now, continuing on, a Tarrasque has three legendary resistances. So that poses some problems uh and hayden and i saw this we we saw this we discussed it uh burned through those legendary resistances with a couple fireballs it has plus zero to its dexterity modifier burn through those legendary resistances and uh then the fun can start oh one thing i forgot to mention with dimension door i also know in its description it says that you have to be the same size category as the creature that you're trying to dimension door I hear you, I see you, I have a solution. And it's another solution that is not explicitly stated in the player's handbook if you can or cannot do it. So here it is. This would take a whole wizard's tower to do. But what you have, what you do is one wizard one brave soul of a wizard, probably your most constituted wizard, has to uh, be the one to dimension door this Tarrasque. The rest of your wizard friends all cast enlarge on you. Now, I know, I know what you're saying. You can't cast enlarge on a creature multiple times. It doesn't say that in the spell. I read it. I read it thoroughly. It does not say that the enlarge spell cannot stack with each other so there's your solution you 
enlarge yourself uh, three times, make sure that you're a gargantuan creature um, along with the Tarrasque. And yeah, you Dimension Door, hopefully you get a few good rolls. It has a plus nine. To, um, I'd probably say that Dimension Door would probably be a wisdom saving throw um, just because it, it just, it, you're being moved without uh, pretty much your consent, more or less. Um, it has plus nine to wisdom. Has to get above 10. It has to get above 10 to beat your saving throw. And it, also, just make sure you have some fucking divination wizards with you. Make sure they have portent and just tank his fucking saves. <laughs> I didn't even think of that yesterday. I just came up with that now. Look at what this brain can do. Um, so yeah, that's how you kill a Tarrasque. Now, with that, we're going to kick it back over to Editor Josh. That was a lot. I, I That was a lot of fucking nerd speak. I feel, I feel like I have to... Anyways... Thank you, everybody, for watching this little uh, segment uh, in the middle of the episode here. Um, this Editor Josh signing off. Uh, thank you all. Uh, now, go enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye. Uh, please post in the oh comments down below. If you do comment, even if you comment, I have no fucking clue. Guess what? You're automatically still entered. entered. To, you're still entered to win a $30 Starbucks gift card. Uh, one of two this season that we're giving away. Um, oh my God. Yeah. That, what, what a time. So what what a way to kick off the episode. I feel like we're having some good fun. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I jumped off a 50 foot cliff yesterday and lived, um, definitely not planning to do that again anytime soon. Good. Uh, I remember when I finally like came out of the water and I, it was so jarring. I had to like sit down and like breathe. I bet. Um, I, I just completely was like, I felt like I had a near-death experience. And then, like, today, I just feel like I've been in a car accident, like, legitimately. Mm. Um, like when you fought that bear. Yeah, when I fought that bear. Exactly. <laughs> Back in, what was that, junior year? Senior year? I think I think it was sophomore year. It wasn't that early? You, 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 look, you look tiny in that picture. I so mean, I think it was sophomore year. I mean, I didn't even beef up until, let's be real, like after college anyway. So, well, it's true, but still. But yeah. So that was fucking crazy. Then I went out to eat crepes with a different friend and just a friend, don't worry. And crepes give me the creeps. Wait, really? No. Oh, okay. I was like. <laughs> uh do we need to talk about this <laughs> no because <laughs> it's kind of spelled like creepies but so i was out eating crepes with uh my friend and then aaron called me and yeah the same aaron that was on a couple episodes ago the same duran 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 he called me he was like yo i'm going out with my friends tonight for like a little shindig for Merca day and they're not barbecuing they're just gonna order pizza 
And I was like, that fucking unacceptable. Su- that fucking sucks. Also, you fucking assholes being open on 4th of July. And then you, okay. <laughs> Actually, I'm an asshole because I went to Starbucks and I didn't even realize what day it was. And then I like had the Starbucks in hand. I was at the hike and I was like, oh my God, today's July 4th. I'm such a dick. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I'm just as bad. I'm an asshole. They're an asshole. Corporations, you're assholes. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, that's just how it is. That's just how it be. And anyway, moving on from that, he was like, I want to barbecue. So I took that as Hayden, let's have a barbecue at your house. Because that's just the way that he, like sure. his, his inflection, like the way that he said it, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, no, I'm totally on board for this. So what do, what do I do? Of course, I invite everyone and their mother under the sun to come over to my house for a barbecue that we just like, that we just like shotgunned, hip fired. Um, I mean, bro, come <laughs> fly over. You still got time. <laughs> I'll time travel real quick. Please do. Cause oh my God, la- yesterday was so lit. So we just like off the hip shotgunned this uh, fucking barbecue. It was great and had a good time i made burgers and sausages and nice uh we just kind of threw it all together and it was my neighbors uh two of my neighbors oh friends. you're really nice you're really nice neighbors yeah yeah my super yeah. nice neighbors she brought two of her friends they're really cool people Um, glad i, I met them because my neighbor is leaving actually this month oh. so then Aww. i was like i was like hey if you guys are in the market for new friends you know since she's leaving then like what's up let's kick it and then, you know, I had the, the Ohana here as well, um, hanging out. So, well, except Aaron, because, so here's the thing. I planned this whole, like I invited everybody, like this whole barbecue happened. Aaron mm-hmm. was like, oh, no, 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 I wasn't saying throw a barbecue. I was just saying, I want to barbecue, like in general, like in a general sense. And I was like, bro, now I have seven people coming over to my house and it's because of you and you're not even going to be there. And <laughs> lo and behold, he wasn't even there. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So then after the barbecue, we, we all went to the beach and then uh, we swam and we played this game called Can Jam. Holy shit. I think I've heard of that, actually. This game was made for me, bro. Made for me. You put two cans, like big plastic cans that are open on the top and they have like a little mm-hmm. slit in the front. Think of like a, a mailbox, sure. uh, sort of, but cylindrical. And so the, the goal is you have to throw a Frisbee and you get two points if you throw it above the can and your teammate hits it into the can. You get mm-hmm. one point if you just straight up zing the frisbee and you hit the can. You get three points if you, I have played this. Yeah, you get three points if you make the frisbee into the slit. Uh, that, yeah, that's it. That's really the the that's the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh my god, it was so fucking fun. And because my neighbor's leaving, it was her game. She's like, I don't want to take this with me. Do you want this? And I was like, Amazing. Oh my God. Fourth yeah, of July present. Yeah. So uh, me and my bro, like uh, this dude that I literally just met yesterday. <laughs> so nice. one of her friends, I had just met this dude today. And then also uh, their other friend, I'm just meeting these people for the first time and they're in my house. <laughs> so 
so it was, I don't know, was, but that's just how we roll over here, you know, like nothing new there. It's pretty that's, laid back. That's, that's kind of how I am as a person, you know, I'm pretty chill. Um, and so me and him teamed up and we fucking destroyed everybody. Uh, well, cause you know, I used to play ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. And so come on now, like that shit was so easy. How many times did you get it in the little slit? Zero. Zero. That shit was hard. Also, That's I was also I was toasted. So That's also fair. I was I, just So I've played that before but we uh Becca's family uh like bought it and brought it over and we were playing it and it was me and Becca versus her dad and her mom. Uh and I think I got it in like the little slit like two times during the game. Hell like, yeah. Oh I'm, man. Oh fucking boss bitch. When you come back over for your wedding, we're going to play that shit and yes. we are going to destroy every single person ruthlessly ruthless murder <laughs> they're gonna be like damn josh and hayden showed up at the beach and murdered 20 people <laughs> it's gonna make headlines it's gonna be like uh, an, it's gonna be like an good. onion article it's gonna talk about like these grotesque ways that we absolutely decimated everybody <laughs> and then at the end it's gonna be like at can jam at can jam <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah that was super lit and then uh oh oh my god yes josh yes, buddy use oh, your words oh my god josh i was so enamored that i forgot to send you a video of it but uh one of my neighbor's friends also came and she had a golden retriever i was like i'm sensing a dog <laughs> amazing this, this golden retriever his name is Finn. He is big and he is floofy. Oh my God. And he, I extra most goodest boy. I saw him and I am not even, I'm going to level with you. I almost burst into tears. I, I, I probably would have also, I understand you. I just sat on the beach and I just stared at this dog for as long as it would let me. And before this, it came over and tackled you, probably. This floofy boy, he's so cute. And uh, he was just walking around on the beach. <laughs> and he, his tail is wagging and his fur is blowing in the wind, the sea breeze. But oh, here's my the God. Thing. Here's the thing. He's a like they just moved to island or some, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I was more enveloped in the dog. No, of course. Uh, I'm just being like the human. She's a nice gal. I could give a shit less. I'm just here for the dog um, <laughs> with, with peace and love, of course. And uh, <laughs> so, but this dog is a river dog traditionally, and he's afraid of the waves. Aww. So he like goes up to the shoreline and then the wave crashes on the shore and he runs away from it. <laughs> my it heart. Was, it was oh, the absolute, my heart. it was the absolute most precious thing. And then you know, bless his heart, he gets distracted. So he would just like saunter off random places, just like meander mm -hmm. the beach. And then everyone would be like, oh, wait, Finn, no, come back. And he's just like, doo, 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 doo. Finn, I'm get back out. here. You're ADHD. <laughs> and, oh, God. He was just the most precious little bean that I've ever laid eyes on. And I, listen, life has been handing me some L's lately. And that was a W that I needed was yeah. seeing that dog. Another so. W that 
uh, you were handed was being able to play some fucking Dungeons and Dragons. In oh person. my God. Yes. I ran a one shot. Uh, I was just itching, man. And then my friend was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's play D&D. D&D this weekend. And I was like, let's do it. Let's throw it together. Let's fucking go. Yeah. So I ran one of the Candlekeep mysteries, but I s- stripped out all the flavor text and I wrote my own. Mm-hmm. So it was like half homebrew. And I did the uh, the Zikram's Zephyr something. Something in the jungle. So, something Z's. It's got Z's in it. It's got lots of Z's. It's uh, it's the If you read Candlekeep Mysteries, it's the level 10 adventure. So mm-hmm. I had my characters level 10. Uh, my players, I had them roll up level 10 characters. It was awesome. Super sick. Uh, and then, yeah, I stripped out all the flavor text, put in my own. I, I just basically like picked it up and put it into my homebrew world. That's mm-hmm. why it was in the jungle. Um, and oh my God, it was so fun. And I hadn't been behind the screen in so long. It just totally breathed new life into me spiritually. Mm-hmm. And it just, I just fell right back into my old DMing ways and it felt so natural. And I was like, God damn. I, it's good. I miss it's this good shit. I miss this so much. And so no, I I'm, get that. I'm excited to be doing more of that because I missed it a lot and it was a good time. But, you know, as most one shots do, it turned into a two shot because we didn't get through it all. But hey, whatever. We'll wrap it up next time. And it's going to do this. It's a good it's a good little story. I like awesome. it. Awesome. I've been thinking about getting the candle keep mysteries first though. I want to like prove to myself that I can get through like a pre-written adventure uh, mm-hmm. without veering off course of it because I'm running uh Horde of the dragon queen right yeah. now on uh discord for uh, the Hydra discord that uh, I'm a part of. Is that the one that uh, you're and- streaming? Yeah. That's the one that I'm streaming on Twitch at Joshua 58. Yeah, that's the one that you're streaming at Twitch at Joshua58. Uh, every other Friday, we... Uh, so this will be old news once this episode comes out, but currently, like, the last session <laughs> that happened, two players were uh, missing because one of them had accidentally like planned, like, a 24-hour stream uh, the day that we had D&D, and they were just like, just go ahead and play without me. I That's as that's my bad. Like, I'm sorry about that. And the other one, it was like, he was going on a vacation. We knew that he wasn't going to be able to join us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I pretty much whenever, because it's, a, it's a group of eight players, it's a lot to, it's a lot to keep track of. So yeah. if a player is ever missing, I just kind of like, if they get into combat, I will play their character for them, but that's about it. I'm not going to role play for them. I'm not going to make decisions for their character um they're more or less just a mindless drone at that point right um but at the end of uh this last session that we had we actually ended it about 20 minutes early uh because it got to a point where i was like okay these guys are gonna have to like we we have to wait for these guys to be back because uh in horde of the dragon queen there's this cult that attacks this town and then they pretty much just fucking leave uh after they're done attacking the town uh, yeah. and the players are supposed to track them back to their camp and everything and find out information about the cult uh, if they're planning any more attacks and to uh, rescue 
prisoner that they took with them, mm-hmm. uh, a monk that they took with them. Um, and <laughs> these guys uh, successfully infiltrated the camp, which uh, I was actually a little surprised about. I thought there was going to be a lot more bloodshed than there was, but there wasn't. Mm. Uh, they they have successfully been able to like uh, make like one person in each combat encounter uh, that they've like come across be able to spill some information and then pretty much have them like change their ways and renounce the cult or like anything that they've been a part of. It's been very fun. It's been very fun to witness them like do this. Um, but they get into the uh, into the cult camp and everything. They're setting up um, and they figure the best plan of action to get all the information and stuff that, that they uh, need is to split into groups. Oh, I fucking hate that. I I'm I'm really loving it. I like I'm really excited for it, or at least I was, uh, because two of them were like, yeah, we're dressed as cultists. Like we're gonna go to like the main part of the camp where like all like the head people are and everything, uh, and like just see what we can like over here. We're not going to really ask too many questions because we don't want to come off as suspicious. Uh, three of them were dressed as uh, actually four of them were dressed as mercenaries, but one of them was not going with the group of three. And I'll get to that in just a minute. And so three of them were going to go to like the main mercenaries tent uh, to find out like, what's the plan of attack? Like, what are they doing here? Why are you guys here? Uh, and I'm very excited for that because uh, two of the characters are uh, drow, uh and mm. um like i i don't put any like racism or anything into my game because i think it's just a very boring thing Trope. to like lean on yeah. uh but they're like still from the underdark and don't know like customs on the like overworld pretty much right. so they're still they're still very socially inept in a way uh and it's just very fun to uh have them doing uh role playing um so that leaves two people still dressed as cultists and one person dressed as uh mercenary left well the bard uh while they're all hashing out their plans the bard our uh our good friend brandon uh (laughs) decides hey can i sneak away uh from these guys and just kind of go and find information on my own and i was like yeah sure roll roll stealth rolls a 19 stealth and I'm like, yeah, nobody else has passed perception that high. You you just slip away as they're all making these plans. Uh, and so, like, the last two who hadn't planned, like, where they were going were the two players that were missing uh, for, like, whatever reason. So I'm pretty much going to open the next session with, like, okay, you two who were missing a couple weeks ago, what are you doing about this uh, runaway bard? that you notice is left and is just freely walking about the cultist camp. And then I'm pretty much just preparing all this like random shit that could happen to Brandon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be great. I love D and D. Well, so, so you said that you're, you're now dealing with essentially a four way party split. I am dealing with a four way party split. That is fucking stressful. <laughs> And I mean, just keeping everything straight is going to be very, we, we already talked about this, like eight players is way too many respectfully with peace and love, 
but the fact that you're doing it is amazing. And I, I don't know very many other DMS that could pull it off. So kudos. I, you know, cause like I said, the, the largest game I ever ran was 10 and it's mm-hmm. cause I was running two groups of five and then they came together at the end. For it sure. Was, yeah. It was a shit show I had to do like, and especially over discord, like that just must be a it's jumble of yeah. microphones. Cause when I was in like, luckily when I did my 10 player one, it was in person and mm-hmm. I instituted, I instituted a rule where, you know, that big green foam dice that I have that D 20. Yeah. I made a rule where you could not speak unless you had that in your hands. And that worked. So that's fair. Yeah, no, it's so the way that we kind of have it working is it's all push to talk uh, mm. on discord. So no, like very rarely people are just talking over each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually a fairly pleasant audio experience. Really? If, if you, I mean, uh, yeah, I, D&D. I did catch that one episode that I was, uh, or episode what session, same thing. Yeah. Uh, I did catch that one session that one time and I was enjoying it. Uh, I'm not, you know, like I said, I don't traditionally consume media through audio only like, mm-hmm. but luckily like you had your camera on yeah. and you know, and a was, lot of them, they're just like they prefer not to have like their face on the internet and i can yeah. respect that for sure oh for sure um yeah i i i have been having so much fun like running that group and now i'm finally going to be able to start playing in-person D, which is going to be great i made a wizard with 18 strength ah <laughs> uh, yeah you're telling me about that we can't hey, show why, our faces why? anymore i can i i'm on twitch i don't care <laughs> oh can i show my face yeah, you can. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay, so tell me about like what what happened. Like why why did you make a wizard with 18 strength? Like what is your what is your plan? So my plan, my plan for this wizard is he's like an ex-soldier. Um, so like that explains like why he's strong. Uh, but I so we're playing in my buddy's our buddy's uh homebrew lauren's homebrew world mm-hmm. uh and he has homebrew races and everything too yeah and his humans uh are a lot like the variant humans except they don't get like a static like um ability score increase instead of having that he lets them have two feats at level one which that's fucking disgusting is disgusting and we're starting at level three so now i'm grappling with the fact of do I bump my intelligence to 20 next level or do I just take another feat and have three feet? <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, I gave this guy, uh, he's like a war magic uh, wizard, mm-hmm. first of all. Uh, and the two feats that I gave him were keen mind uh, to give him a plus one uh, intelligence uh, boost. Also, I don't have to pretty much take notes then. <laughs> I could just be like, uh, Lauren, what was that thing that happened like a week ago in game? <laughs> and then he, I, my character is just supposed to remember it. Uh, he that's... also always knows which direction north is, yada, yada. Fun stuff like that. That's fucking busted. Um, also, the stat block that I rolled had two 17s, uh, and this was confirmed by Lauren also. The first stat block I rolled didn't have i think a number under 13 but i was like that is too broken i do not want to play that character i do not want to play a character that is that strong yeah you got to get nerfed at that point 
yeah uh the second stat block that i had had two 17s and an eight in it so i was like it's a good little mix um i have eight charisma i will not be doing <laughs> talking i i i have done my time as the party's face uh in many a campaign and i will not be that here um nah, it's always nice have... to take a side seat in a campaign yeah. like i'll know a bunch of shit because like 18 intelligence and it's funny because becca becca and i are playing characters that know each other uh and Ooh. she's playing she's playing an archfey warlock uh it's her first warlock that she's ever played um and she has 18 charisma and seven intelligence War, <laughs> warlock goat uh Same. but anyways uh to get my strength up to 18 i was looking through the feats and everything and i didn't like start this character with the intention on having him be a muscle wizard that was not my intention it just kind (laughs) of happened uh but i saw a tavern brawler and i was like uh hmm (laughs) hmm that would be a fun character choice and i took it increased his strength by one he gets a d4 on all of his punches it's gonna be great he also has 16 constitution like it's fucking when i mean and when you're gonna be a wizard you're gonna need it Mm -hmm. but like his other three stats are 12 in dex and 10 in wisdom so it's like he's balanced yeah he's got he's got his shit that he's good at and his shit that just don't even ask him he's not gonna be able to do any of that yeah yeah. i can't i can't wait for like the first time that like Lauren asked me to like lie to somebody because I'm just gonna be like, oh yes, sure, with my negative one modifier. Yeah. Or I asked Becca like to make a history roll. <laughs> it's like, oh yes, my negative two modifier. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of oh course I'll God. tell you about the history of this world. <laughs> I speak words good. I speak the best words. Um, but <laughs> The funny thing is, like, we had like, made these characters with the intention on kind of making them, like, with uh, Jesse and James uh, dynamic from, like, Pokemon. Uh, I don't think that's really where we're going to be going anymore. Although she can cast Find Familiar at, like, Nauseam. So we, we probably will have a meow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I love that I just, dynamic. It's going to be a whole bunch of fun. And I think Quinn's playing a ranger, so um, we'll see how he lifts that out of the gutter. <laughs> Hopefully he, play, he picks a good ranger subclass. Didn't he play a rogue last time? Uh, he played a rogue in a campaign that I was running. The yeah, last yeah. campaign that I played with him uh, in, like, that Lauren was running, he was playing a bard. But that was the campaign that was happening before COVID. And then, you know, that all happened and yeah, we were no longer able to play that. But the cool yeah. thing about uh, the War Magic uh, Wizards is like they have like this ability that like, if they get hit, they can add plus two to their uh, armor class. Or if they fail a save, they can add plus four to the saving throw. And you know what, is, what kind of saves are very important for wizards and spellcasters? intelligence concentration saves yeah and i already have plus three to that 
if I ever fail one, I can be like, oh, I'll just use that thing. And I can use that every fucking turn. I just can't cast a spell the next turn. It has to be a cantrip. I'm like, that's, oh, that's fine. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> that's so dirty, but I love it. That being said, I do have to use my reaction to do that. So I wouldn't that's be facts. able to do like, I wouldn't be able to do like shield or something like that. So, right. Give and take. Yeah, yeah, it's that's what it is. I'm just, I'm just excited to finally be able to play a wizard. I'm, uh, I have like this uh, sort of spell book that is kind of like bound, like uh, it's like a bound like leather book that I'm gonna use as my actual like spell book in my hand. I'm like copying the spells that I have like known for him into it. It's oh. like a Lord of the Rings themed uh, like book like journal too so i'm really excited about it i'll send you a picture of it uh after this yeah when we're done recording i'll just bring it over yeah send uh send me the book i'll put it right here right right here right Right. boom we won't pick up my hand but it's gonna be right here right there right there (laughs) oh dude we could do the dragon dance Uh, for audio listeners, uh, we just did the the thing in Avatar when they like do the side over like cartwheel twist and they bring their fists together. We or just... if you've watched Dragon Ball Z, it's the fusion technique. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have something to say about D and D, but first, I just realized I forgot to tell you what bad happened yesterday. Oh yeah. So there I was. I thought to- it was just you falling fifty feet. No, no. Um, that was. I mean, it's bad today, but it wasn't bad when it happened. That's I mean, I, I felt like I felt like the sting of the water because I fell from 50 feet. 50 feet, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it actually hurts today, like a lot. I, I might have to see a chiropractor. Who knows? Maybe, should I? Like, what? what's your take on I, this? I have no medical opinion when it comes to chiropractors because they are not medical professionals. Oh, fuck. That's a bomb drop uh okay i'll, I'll i would recommend it. you go get a massage instead of a chiropractor okay because i i that's what my trust chiropractors at all that's what my friend was saying too because she also jumped off the cliff yesterday well if you if your friend jumped off a cliff would you do it uh turns uh, out would. yeah turns yeah. out yeah i would as <laughs> as it as it happens sorry mom sorry mom oh my god yeah i called my mom yesterday she was very upset with me um, i bet if you so, would call like i was very upset with you in the moment that you were telling me i was like uh, mom i'm sorry and josh i'm sorry and uh listeners i'm sorry uh i truly i i regret it uh it was a really cool experience never great, again. Me- great memory i will never do that again ever and uh, I'm just glad that I'm here to record this episode. Anyway, so there I am, toasted at the beach. I get a text message from the Navy, TM, trademark. And uh, So we heard you jumped off a cliff. No, 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 no. It wasn't <laughs> like that. It was like, oh, hey, reminding you that you have to come in at 7 a.m. tomorrow. And I was like, <laughs> I read that and I'm like, what the fuck no (laughs) and i was like you know what there's only one logical solution here keep drinking and that's exactly what i did uh because at that point it was too late for me what am i supposed what am i supposed to do 
at drink eight, water at 8 p.m sorry guys i have to i just found out i have to work tomorrow and yeah so they called me in to do uh your analysis watch which means i watch men pee into a cup so that they can ship that off to go get tested and i'm i have to make sure that like the pee leaves the body and enters the cup unobstructed and that it is the service member's own urine that's that was my job today but Fun. uh so you know that was an l but after this l was a w because that was this morning and check this out today we're observing fourth of july mm-hmm. so because like i said i was supposed to have a four-day weekend so what i didn't know is that normally on days like this they would have like a random urinalysis and they would just call in a ton of people like randomly to be like hey come pee for your country for sure but today since it's a observed holiday we only have to do people that are checking in which was two people nice so those two people showed up they peed bro i was so i got there at seven we started at eight i was out of there at like 8 20 oh nice it was amazing I was like, this is the best thing ever. And that's why I said that, uh, well, okay. So I, I did have plans. That's why I thought I couldn't record today. But then because of this thing that I had to do this morning, those plans got canceled. And then I was just sitting at home and I was like, wait a minute. We could be recording right now. We could be using our time wisely. <laughs> okay, so back to D&D. So when I get back from deployment... I'm going to start running Curse of Strahd and I'm very, very excited for it. And I got the, the big box, the revamped as it were. For audio listeners, I'm making a very angry face. Bleh, bleh, bleh. And I'm so, cause it's got postcards so you can invite mm-hmm. the players to the game. It's got oh, props and maps. I'm aware. And it's got. It makes me sad cause I little, want it. Little, little everything it's got so much shit in it it's got it all oh i i am oh i haven't opened it yet i want it to be like ceremonious you know when i do it's still wrapped in plastic once once the fog like spills out of it because you're opening up the coffin like strahd himself comes out and like grabs you and you're like oh (laughs) he like reaches and like takes me by the literal heart I'm just like, ah, Kalima. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm super excited to run that when I get back. But for now, super jealous. For now, all I can do is one shots. But hey, nothing wrong with a little one shot action. I had so much fun because, like I said, I gutted the candle keep and I added all my own flavor text. Yeah. And holy fuck, did I miss that? I miss writing descriptions of things and you know using all that flowery language and you know just getting really in the weeds like i feel like i'm not trying to you know make this political or anything but i i know that like a lot of people don't like tolkien because he'll just like beat the dead horse over and over again like he'll he'll describe this tree for like 78 paragraphs Uh, i'm the same way like i will 
I will absolutely make you have a sure... Tolkien-esque writing style. Yeah, I will fucking if you let me keep talking, if you like keep making perception checks, I will just spoon feed you the shit out like until you fucking puke, bro. Like I don't <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I love that shit. I just eat it right up. And oh my god, it was so fun because I was like I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't like I haven't sat down and written anything like this mm-hmm. in a year because last year i was just a player and i it was during covid time so it was all over zoom and i was big sad but um yeah so i've been playing in person now because we're all vaxxed and waxed vaxxed and waxed baby so uh but oh my god it was so fun i'm so glad to be writing again so glad to be playing again I miss being behind the screen more than I thought because I, I did take a break because I was like, bro, I'm tired of always being the DM. Like these fucking players, all they do is ruin my campaign. They don't mm-hmm. respect me. They just want to fuck shit up. They just want to do their own shit. I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. And then now I'm like, uh, uh, please, please play my homebrew. Ooh. Please, please play homebrew. <laughs> So yeah, no, super good to be back behind the screen. Uh, I yeah. just I can't shake the feeling. It was so good. I can't wait to like run something in person again because completely different feel than like doing it on this oh, part. Absolutely. And I I I am very much enjoying uh my game on Discord. I it's been very fulfilling. Uh, a lot of those players are first time players or haven't uh. been able to play consistently bless up uh like the same character in a campaign which i've been lucky enough to be able to play like a a character through a whole like character arc for themselves which you quickly find out not a lot of people are able to do because the groups just fall apart like lauren was telling us like he has some friends who are like oh yeah like eight sessions that's typically a long campaign for us and like we had played a campaign with him that was like 30, 40 sessions of like the same characters. Like it's yeah. Just... yeah. I'm very excited for this campaign that he's going to be running though, because he said it's not going to be very serious. Uh, and that like, because uh, a lot of his campaigns have been very serious and he's just like, I'm tired of writing like those like save the world sort of like plot. So this is going to mm-hmm. be a bit more like a bit more low key, like not high adventure, just kind of like we're going to have fun with it. And yeah. so he's like, it's really, it's really sad because Joseph won't be able to play with us because he's in Boston, mm. but this is exactly the kind of shit that he would want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to play. No, I want to run a campaign that's like low adventure you know like you are an independent like you are a spec like you basically are meaningless and you're just trying to survive like this somebody else is going and saving the world and you're just like running errands (laughs) if i could find people that would be down to just because i i feel like i've been blessed because the first campaign that i ran fully on my own was tomb of annihilation and i was running two groups in tandem Mm -hmm. at the same time they were like affecting each other in the world 
And we played that campaign lasted 73 weeks and both groups met every week. So that's already 146 sessions between the two groups. It's a fuck load of sessions. Fuck load of D&D. So, you know, and that's, that's like, that was my first campaign that I ran and I was just thriving. But now like we've already, I feel like I've already done it, you know, like I totally identify with that. And I would really like to play like a, yeah, you're literally a nobody and you, maybe you're a hero in, in your own right, but like in Mm -hmm. the scheme of the world, like nobody knows who the fuck you are. You're just like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, even if it's just more like character driven like stories and stuff like that like yeah it's more stories that like the your uh player characters are much more connected with and not like some overarching uh like plot line or something yeah so yeah i'm i'm excited and i i want it to be in person because like I have a lot of respect for DMs that can do the over Zoom slash Discord format or like Roll20, for example. I have so much respect for people who have been able to, for DMs who are able to figure out Roll20 and be able to use all those resources. Yeah. I can't wrap my mind around it. It's I, I can use it, but here's the thing. I don't like it. Like I'm, I'm going to be perfectly candid with you. The reason I play D&D is so I can see my friends every week. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. We could be whatever. I don't give it like, I don't give a shit. I love D&D, but at the end of the day is because I want to see my friends every week. And also we just happen to be able to do some, you know, dope storytelling. Uh, but when you take that away, For sure. you know, like when COVID hit, I just had no motivation because like, it's just not the same. Like I wasn't engaged in the same way that i'm engaged when it's in person and you know i i played a couple of games with some friends over world 20 and i'm super grateful to those dms that you know had me in their games but if they invited me back to one like now i would probably say no like Mm -hmm. with with peace and love i'd be like hey would you consider running this in person because like i that's just i just can't I just, I can't do it. So, I mean, now, you know, and then seeing you do your discord campaign, just massive props and like, it's all theater of the mind. And like, I just, I, that gets me so rock hard, but, (laughs) uh, (laughs) but man, I would not do it myself. So I think that's like where you and I stand apart in terms of like DMing. I, I want to get back to in-person so bad, though. Washington, I have all these minis. Washington, get your shit together. I, we opened completely back up. I just want to find more people that I can like. Oh, play with. All right, I'm on my way. Oh, cool. Perfect. Run Strahd for me. <laughs> I, uh, move here. Don't fucking tempt me. There's, there's CBS here. Ta-da, it's our wedding gift. We're moving to Hawaii. <laughs> oh. Uh uh yeah, yeah. I I I I support. I think I'm going to uh we should talk off the podcast about my about my future. Um but it looks like I might be staying here a little bit longer than I previously thought. So Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about listeners, it. Listeners, 
listeners, viewers, everyone, I hope you enjoyed our D&D discussion today. Um, expect at least one of these every season. So yeah. if you see it come up and you're like, oh God, they're talking D&D again, at least just click that little like time thing and just scroll through the whole video just so we get another view or listen. It helps. Leave a review being like, oh yeah, they, they talked about D&D for an hour. It was great. Thanks. Uh, and give five stars. Please give five stars. Because five stars helps us grow. And it does. don't you don't you want to see us grow? Don't you want to see us grow and be happy? I want to see us grow and be happy. Same. Because this podcast gives me life. Same. And ooh. watch us grow, be happy, and be able to hire an editor. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. But also, we're still, great. We're, we're still like $990 down on this podcast. Yeah, we need to recoup that money. That way we can hire an editor. Okay, okay. Okay, actually, really quickly, I want to I address this a little bit. Josh and I are, uh, I want to make this very clear. Josh and I are not doing this podcast to make money at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had some fucking douchebag motherfucking Instagram account hit me up in, in our podcast Instagram's DMs and be like, yo man i can help you grow your your page and you gotta get like you gotta get in tune with your true fans and then that's how you make true money. friends are our best friends yeah literally <laughs> it's like i was like i told him like in multiple messages i i straight up put this guy on blast on our insta story too um mm -hmm. i was like we have no interest in money we're not doing it for money and he was like well you you gotta get uh how, is your page even profitable and i was like we don't care about money. We're not doing it for money. So stop messaging being, us. With that being said, look, guys, right now we have one donor, Austin Ruiz. Thank you so much for contributing to our channel. Thank you for giving us $5 a month. We love you so much, but that is not our goal. That if, 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 you, if you feel in, in the kindness of your heart that you want to give us money, that is amazing. Thank you so much. That's not why we do you the podcast. You don't have to. You do not have to do that. We will never ask you to send us money. We only activated that link because. I think Anchor made us. Anchor made us do that. Like, yeah. And if you notice on our Instagram posts, I don't link to it. Like, because Anchor automatically puts us support this channel. They automatically put that in every description of every podcast. Mm -hmm. But if you go on YouTube and if you go on Instagram, I I, we don't put that there because it's not it's not why we made this. We made this so we can just talk to each other and you guys get to share in that like conversation. Yeah. If we blow up, cool. Cool. That's great. But <laughs> we don't care. Like it's a one in a million chance that we're not gonna put all of our like I tokens on. I think like 20 of you are listening at at, at least right now. Like tangibly, yeah. I can say like 20, 20 of you are listening. That's already way too many in my opinion. So like, this is just uh, mostly something better. Yeah. Mostly just for me and Josh to just, you know, kick it and talk. And then, you know, for some reason you guys seem to want to listen to us. <laughs> thank you we'll so much. <laughs> I have nothing but undying gratitude that you want to put us in your ears and listen to us, but you know, please, we will never ask you for money. It's not about the money. And if you feel compelled, then, you know, Thank you so much. But 
I'd rather see you go over to Josh's Twitch and send him $5 over there than to have it come over here. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be like totally straight up. Uh, My Twitch is for profit. This is just for fun. And if you're one of those skeevy Instagram pages with like just stop trillions of bots as followers, fuck you. Like get, get out of my DMS. I don't want your promotion. If you listen, I, I straight up sent him a message. I was like, if you like our content, share it. If you don't, then don't. And so I'm going to offer the same thing to you. If you're listening, if you're watching, if you like our content, share it. If you don't, that's fine. You're entitled to your yeah. opinion. Your opinion's wrong, you, but you're entitled to it. Your opinion is wrong, but <laughs> who wants to listen to two white guys talk about D&D for an hour? Ain't a lot nobody. of people, actually. A, a lot of people. Actually. Ah, fuck. Ah, shit. Damn. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. We'll talk about that off the pod. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, with that being said, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we love you. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for the retweets. Thanks for the reviews. You all are great, fantastic people. And I love you all. Now enjoy this sexy music. Music.